0: To the Everyday Board Game Podcast with your host, Daniel. And Daniel. Daniel, it's been a long time since I've seen you.
1: Oh, it's been so long. Yeah. Those I, your... I've actually gone blind for how loud your shirt is.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, to explain the absurdity of this outfit, uh, and yes, it absolutely is is ridiculous. Okay, for
1: our audio listeners, I need to describe
0: this to you. No, real quick. you can hear it. No, it's yeah, yeah, this yeah, loud. Yeah, it's that loud.
1: So,. He's in a tie-dye shirt. That's not loud enough. He's in a tie-dye t-shirt. Yep. Then he has that topped with a bright yellow and black Hawaiian shirt. Yes. That's right. And he's just, and then not to mention, he's got rainbow shoes on over here. That's right.
0: That's right. And black dress pants because I got to be professional. (laughs) Um, earlier I also had like this, I had this yellow tie and it was like this weird, like almost gold yellow, like shiny yeah, metallic yellow tie with blue dots. It wasn't polka dot. It was like in a grid pattern. It was the weird, but they were different sizes. It was so bizarre. Um, so the reason being is because at, at my job, I work at an elementary school during the day and today is a spirit day and it was like dressed like a hippie. So I put on my tie dye shirt and I'm like, you know what? It's just not, just not enough. I need to I need to go wild. And I happen to have this shirt. This was actually an authentic Hawaiian shirt. I bought it in Hawaii
1: at a thrift store.
0: But it was still authentic. <laughs> of course you did. It, yep. And I wore this to a luau. So this is authentic. Yeah. yeah. This is this is legit. So I'm representing the nineteen seventies and Hawaii. Legit. It's it's legit yeah, it's probably not. I think it's Made in Hawaii. Well, yeah, I
1: don't know. yeah. It says made in Hawaii, but I mean, yeah, <laughs> the, 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 gets, whole, yeah. The, the the Hawaiian natives really. I, made I can't imagine shirt. why they gave this to a thrift store. That's all I'm
0: saying. I mean, it was. I, I am not
1: surprised. You of all people went to the thrift store, found it, and like,
0: yeah. that's so uh, me. Yeah, that <laughs> is like highlighter yellow. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, don't be wrong.
1: I love yellow, and that's obnoxious. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's it's pretty great. So this this episode, we wanted uh, the reason we're joking from the beginning is because this is our second back to back episode that we're filming tonight, Mm -hmm. and that's because we are a little behind because you and I recently went to a convention. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we were invited as guests uh, to a convention, partially because of this podcast and partially because I own an escape room business. Yeah. And so we got to run some escape rooms. It's a board gaming convention. On top of a Comic Con as well. On top of a Comic Con, well. so we were definitely excited. Yeah. It was a great time. We're going to go into it in more detail and all the games that we played. But and, and, and
1: for the entire experience, because we didn't just do the con. That's right.
0: That's right. Yeah. So we want to tell you guys about the whole experience that we were there. Uh, specifically, this is Tucson Comic Con. And Rincon, Con. which was the board game and uh, RPG game convention, I'm so glad they're back. I I was a regular in previous years. They had to spend a few years at you know post COVID, just trying to get stuff up. And mm-hmm. one of the stresses that they explained to me was that you know hotel rates they're just really more expensive. So they had to find some way to come back and be able to afford it because they're not a, they're a nonprofit. Yeah. So I'm glad that they were. We're gonna go more into detail of that later. It was um,
1: interesting how they did it, though. Uh, so we'll get into that detail. But yeah. I, I like the fact that they had a double.
0: Yes. Yeah. And we. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. We will get into that. But before we do, real quick, Daniel, what have you been playing lately?
1: So the first game I'm going to talk about that I've been playing lately was a reskinning of a game that you and me played and enjoyed um, with our mutual friend Dom to the fact that I bought a copy of it. Then I found out they made this, and I actually bought this while we were out there at the con. Oh, wow. And this one is Marvel Remix. It's oh, a Fantasy yeah. Realm reskinning. skinning uh, right. I just played it uh, recently this last weekend, actually, and I liked it. I liked it a lot. I really do enjoy Fantasy Realms. This one hits better for me. Okay. because I like some of the stuff that's working so you have a couple characters that will turn upside down if you meet certain requirements so I showed you Thor there's mm-hmm. actually Hulk and um, Iron Man will also do the flip if you meet certain requirements and I thought that was pretty cool and then you have you a big thing about it is you have to either have a hero or ally and a villain in your hand and most villains score you negative points unless you have them paired certain ways if you don't you score zero points that's it and yep. so i really really enjoyed it and the thing is is like there's two decks there's a villain deck and then there's the remix uh, remix deck is what it's called it's where the heroes and allies and all that other stuff is but they share a discard pile so it still triggers if there's 10 cards in the discard pile the game ends you score the seven cards in your hand yep. i like this one a lot in fact the game group i played with they really really enjoyed it same thing you're trying to Get cards in and out to match up to score as much points as possible. That's, yeah. it. Um, That's it. That's all it needs. It's very simple, very well done. They have a third version of Star Trek. I do want to try it just to see yeah. how it is, but I've heard really bad heard things bad about reviews, that. reviews. Yeah. So, but, yeah, no, uh, Marvel Remix, I, really good game. I really enjoyed it. Awesome.
0: Uh, the next, the first game that I wanted to talk about that I've been playing was a Roll and Write remake of yeah. a game that you and I... Uh, first played together a number of years ago at a convention, ironically enough. This is called Rolled West. Oh,
1: okay. That's it's a Roll
0: and Write implementation. Yeah. It's a Roll and version of Gold West from yep. TMG. And so I just got a copy at, at Rincon, and I was excited to play it because, the first off, the components are pretty fantastic. There are small dry erase markers and four, like, folding in half boards. That is your dry erase place so you don't need to laminate anything it's not paper it's not consumable yeah it's a really nicely laminated board that folds in half really compact and it even comes with a dry erase scoreboard too so awesome nice but the four dice are where it's at they are nice pearlescent like uh, mm-hmm. gold nugget dice yeah they're d12s and on each of these dice there is two sides that are gold three that are silver four that are copper and three more that are wood And so those are the four resources that you're going to do. On your turn, you roll all four dice. You set aside one of those dice. That is the track that you may build settlements and cities on if you you choose to do that. And then you use the other three resources for whatever you want. You could fulfill contracts, which normally need more dice than what you have rolled. You can get uh, buildings, which are endgame points Mm in different ways. Um, You can ship the goods, which uh, the first one to ship past a certain mark gets the first time bonus and they get the more points where everyone else might get second place if they do that. Okay. And you can also build those settlements, as I said before. Mm-hmm. If you choose not to use one of your resources, because a lot of them use like two yeah. uh, resources at a time, then you can save a resource and so you can save up to one resource for each of your turns and one resource for each time between your turns. And what I mean by that is that if I'm the first player, by the time it becomes... My next turn, I can save one of any other player's resource. Okay, and I can only do one. So if you roll a gold, I'm like, hmm, I kind of want a gold, but I also want a wood. Maybe I'll wait. And the next player rolls, I have only theirs to choose from, uh, or whoever is right. so you want to make
1: sure. Yeah,
0: you want to make sure, but sometimes because you're only going to save basically gold. two. Right, exactly. I'm most two. Um, realistically, more than likely one. Yeah. and so it keeps people a little bit engaged mm-hmm. just to justify it. Um the results are fun. Um, most of the stuff is first come, first serve. So if I fulfill a contract, you can't. Mm. You know, um, same with all of the buildings and same with the first time for all of those yeah. uh, buildings as well. It works really well. Uh, my game group, they liked it they, to a degree. I liked it quite a bit, honestly. But I also... that. Reminded me how much I want to play Gold West again.
1: Yeah, well, funny thing about Gold West, though, I actually won that copy at yeah. the con, and I'm like, it's not going to get played here. You're going to play it more, so I just gave it to you. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I felt a little guilty because I was there, you know, to show off my games. I was yeah. there to play to win, but we play and we won. Yeah, but I, I won want it. Yeah, <laughs> you want it, to you. and you're and you're that nice of a guy.
1: Well, honestly, I just know it really would get played better with you with you than my game group because it was. Yeah. I have to say, it's boring and ugly. It is. Well, the game is fine. The, the, just the way it looks.
0: Right, exactly. It looks very, very boring. But before we continue, we, we forgot to mention something at the top of the episode. Oh, that's right. We are doing a giveaway for this lovely game right here in the palm of my hand
1: uh that is just one and so to be nice about it we are going to tell you how to enter it because in the last podcast you need to pay attention to all the way to the end so we'll do it at the beginning for this one. Oh, you just gave spoilers now they're going
0: to fast forward to the end to find the
1: the code word no so, we'll we'll just
0: straight up tell you yeah. we have a code word and we're going to tell you all the ways to enter in a bit but save the code word right now our code word for this episode is conventions all right, and again, that is conventions. So email us at everydayboardgames2020 at gmail.com. Subject line, please put contest or just one. And in the body, put conventions as your code word. That shows us that you listen to this up today's episode. And uh, please put in your address. Um, okay. you know, whether you live in the country or not, put in your address. We'll work something out. If, we'll figure something out if, if you don't. But uh, we can't guarantee it if you're not outside the contiguous... 48
1: states. Yep. Exactly. Um, and then we'll tell you other ways to enter later on, but yep. back to our regularly scheduled program. Yeah. My What's next the next game you play? <laughs> my next game that I want to talk about is another one that I picked up while we were out there in Tucson. In fact, you picked up a copy of this as well. We yeah. both saw it at the same time at the booth in the Comic-Con, and both of you were... big can there was two, you
0: played this already.
1: There are two copies there, and both of you and me are just like, score. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Exit, Lord of the Rings. Uh,
0: we were close to playing this on Friday.
1: I played it Sunday. But- it was... I liked it a lot. It was really good. It's one of the easier ones per se. There, there was some uh, difficult ones in there, like um, tricky ones when you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I found this one a little bit easier than, say, the Enchanted Forest exit. I don't know if you've played that one.
0: Um, yeah,
1: maybe. Uh, it's the one that has the tree that looks like the tree from uh, Kirby on the front. Oh no, uh, no. So played this one. yeah, I we played that one, and then we played this one again because they the the. the my friends are really good on, are really enjoy the exit games. In fact, I bought them a couple exit games from their trade ins, mm-hmm. and so luckily they were still sold. <laughs> <laughs> but we played this one because I'm like, they love Lord of the Rings. I love Lord of the Rings. They love escape room games. I like this exit series. It's sad that it's only one thing that you can only play it once. But man, it was so good because it tears up. You can't trade it in and give it let someone else have that same experience. Yeah. But it was so good. I really enjoyed it. I love the story about it. Yeah. Without giving spoilers, because I like what he was doing. I'm like, that's funny. I like how you're doing this one. Okay. Um, I really, really did enjoy it. Um, we didn't do well. <laughs> we didn't do well yeah. at all. Um, to the point where they're like one of our last ones. We just had to get the solution because we just couldn't figure it out. I think we're sure. one in seventy-five minutes, so we're already over the sixty-minute mark. But yeah, no, it. We have we got a four star. Well, let's just say
0: in in uh, out of ten. Yeah. Oh, okay. It on the back of the box says one to two hours. So yeah, yeah. I get so it.
1: It. it was 75 minutes. Uh, we got four stars because uh, that we were actually doing really well, and then the last couple ones where we just like we had to do the hints because we're losing right. time. Yeah. And so yeah, it, it was good though. I really enjoyed it. It was. It had some tricky ones for especially with us. We're not like experience puzzlers mm-hmm. if it was like you and our mutual friend jim i think you guys would be done <laughs> you never know but yeah. it, it was good i really enjoyed it i had a great time with it and yeah we we <laughs> I, I can't without getting spoilers gotcha. it, that'll it, be a future episode yeah but yeah, i giving spoilers it. it was it was amazing good deal it's probably my favorite exit i've played so far oh cool
0: all right well that's <laughs> how many exits have you played like give or take
1: Uh, The Abandoned Cabin, the Enchanted Forest, this one, I think there was one other one. I can't remember what it was. So I've only played four. I do want to play the big box one. Yeah. Because I think that's the one that has a puzzle in it that you have to build a puzzle.
0: Yeah, it's like any (laughs) of the Jigsaw Puzzle ones. I was so close to buying the, uh, the Advent Calendar one, which I probably will very soon.
1: You almost did. I, I, I almost that. did. I was there. I was very tempted, which we'll talk about more <laughs> later. Um,
0: so the next game I want to talk about was a, a very thin box that we actually got from Tucson. It was a game called Paris, Paris. Um, the designer is Michael Shock. Oh really yeah, yeah, uh, Has like, God, it's ugly. Yeah, it's ugly. <laughs> yeah, it's ugly. Um, basically, the idea is that we are business owners in Paris, uh, purposefully building our businesses near bus stops for tourists. That is our whole premise is the better the tourists or the more tourists that come to our booth, the more points it's worth. Um, So the whole premise of the game, build businesses on desirable paths. It has some cool stuff going on in it um, where all the players, uh, there's a number of locations around the city equal to the number of players plus one. Mm -hmm. So we played as a three player game. There was always four locations. And in turn order, we would take one of those locations and build a business on that. Okay. And remove that tile from the game. But the final location for each round would go into a separate spot and it would score a point for the business, who is whoever is closest. So, for example, if you had a business on the final one, then mm-hmm. since it's on that same city, you would score a point. But let's say um, you were two spaces away instead and I was one space away. Well, then I would get the point because I'm closest. This would continue until... Uh, at the end of a round after you do a short tour um, it triggers a long tour because each of these different routes have different colors of cities that they go through and uh, you have major intersections where multiple paths go through. So one one location in the city might have the green path and the black path going through it and so the way that works is that when two tiles um, are left over from the round that match the same that match the same color like let's say two dark blue Then you do a grand tour along all of the dark blue routes. And so every major intersection would score. And the way that works is that if you have a business on that major intersection, in this example, the blue and the black, then if you have a business on there, you score one point for every adjacent business. Okay. So you could have up to like four different businesses. And so everyone does that. So even if I trigger it, you might still score points on that path. And then at the end of the game, you all have a secret path that will also do a long tour through it. Um, we liked every part of it except for that long tour. When, because you would just had to keep in mind, like, okay, so I only score points for adjacent businesses <laughs> if I have a building on that spot, but I don't score points for the business. Okay. And we kept going, like, wait, huh? And I think it was just because it was late in, in the night that all, my friends were both just like, wow, this is... Kind huh? of you when we huh? take, uh, uh yeah. Merchants, Merchants Guild. It was, it was tough for us. Um, I'll probably end up getting rid of it, which is a shame because I like a lot of Michael Schock's other games from the same company.
1: I'm glad you played it with them because, right. man, that was one of the earliest games you picked up. It, and that's saying something because you picked up some historic games. I picked up six historic <laughs> games.
0: And, uh, yeah... That was, that was tough, but
1: it was kind of disappointing too. Oh, that's, that but, sucks. Yeah, I it's a sad, But yeah. just like I said, I'm glad you played it there because you. Sure. are that's funny. Out of the game group, we're all known for different things. Like yeah. I, I do like the story-driven games. Sure, I uh, love Dry Dusty ugly, dead, dead Euros. Yeah, Dom brings like the big Kickstarter, and yep. then our, our mutual friend Bryce. Uh, he brings like, um, which is interesting because lately he's been like going between Amerithrash Euros and Euro yep. Trash together. It's yes. just it's quite interesting how his gaming has changed.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But that was the second one I wanted to talk about. Paris Paris. Um, you could probably skip it if you see it.
1: Yeah, It's such a shame. I know you were looking forward to it. Me too. Uh, the next game on my list is one that I actually, all of these games that are on my list, I played on Sunday. And that would, that was just a few days ago. The Mine s- are all on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so this one is a big one because um, I bought it in one of our Tucson trips and and a friend of mine, uh, the other game group, that she's a big fan of a podcast based on the RPG version of this game, and that that, that that's called Kids on Bikes. Okay. They do a podcast on it that their people are playing the Kids on Bikes. Whereas this one is the board game version of it. It's called the Snallygaster Situation. Okay. Uh, we ended up playing it because I know she's a big fan of it, and yeah, I wanted I'm to get curious played. Curious about this one. It's it's intriguing. I like it. I I really really enjoyed it. In fact, it's the second. Uh, out of exit mother remix in this one there's only one game i liked playing more than this one and this is uh but this one it was it was good it was intriguing how it does because you're moving around the board your kids on bikes basically you're trying to avoid the feds because you have a friend who's lost you're looking for this lost child who's giving you clues think stranger things and wills like on, basically on another side and he's giving clues to where they're at well, that's the same thing that how this kinda goes, but it doesn't necessarily mean they're on another side. They could just be trapped in a building and they're being hunted by a creature as well. So you want to stay away from the creature. You want to stay away from the feds. The cre- uh, the one we play is the Jersey Devil. So every time he attacks, he's cursing buildings. So you can't go into those buildings. And so it's just it's intriguing. That's what's going on. And the the lost kids tr- playing cards. That's their turn, uh-huh. and they're trying to play cards out to let you know where they're at but they also have to balance that because sometimes the ones that can give you direct clues to where they're at, because they're playing into three discard piles is also sometimes they're good sometimes they're bad because they also move the monster oh, and I so see. they have to mitigate how they're moving the monster and giving clues think mysterium so sure. they can't say anything they're just putting these out there and the main thing you have to pay attention if you're the lost kid pay attention only to the picture in the middle don't worry about anything else on that card. Just pay attention to the, the thing in the middle because even the, there's writing underneath the, that as well. Sure. And it gives you a location. You only, you're only using the picture to give the clues. Because the top of the card, and when they play the card out for their turn, the top of the card has the monster movement. So, um, sometimes maybe have the feds movement. Then it's the picture. And then there's a little symbol on the side of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for movement, but that's when they're already rescued. So that's the only time they have to worry about the movement part of it. And at the bottom of it has a name on it in a location like number 12, uh, the Mitchell's house or something like that. And okay. that's basically where you have to put search tokens because our thing is we have to finally search tokens because in the Jersey Devil, we have to get these things up and play a little tic tac toe type of situation to get equipment to us as well as. One of the requirements for us to do that while we're also so because there's usually like three or four goals one of them is like hey you play this little TikTok thing to help beat the that and then you have to go you have to find the lost kid so you're trying to play the clues and get to the area and search for the lost kid there's also a doom tracker that is speeding down if it ever hits the skull game over and so what happens is sometimes when the bad guy moves he'll drop the doom token down because he's putting curse tokens out sometimes the feds if you get caught you have to run to a treehouse you move the doom tracker down um also if you guess wrong uh, searching for the lost kid you move the doom tracker down and the only way you win is you got to find the lost kid for one and then you have to defeat the monster Okay. so it's very intriguing i really liked it uh, it's like a cross between a co-op and a deck builder or i mean a um, mysterium type thing mm-hmm. where the lost kids getting clues but i'm still having my actions of going across the board and doing my own thing trying to help out and yeah but no, it hit really well i i would play it again i want to see what the other monsters do uh, it's really good cool
0: that sounds fun i am going to try that uh, the next one i want to talk about was also a tucson acquired um this is a definitely a strange board game. In fact, it doesn't have a board.
1: What's funny about my list here, all of these are Tucson Acquire. Only three of them for the last trip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well,
0: okay. So one was a pre... Okay. Yeah. Ah. Uh,
1: the the, the, the Snowy Guster situation one? Yeah. We bought when we went in January. Oh, okay.
0: Fair enough. Um, so this one, this was a weird one. It comes in a very strange size box. It comes in a box like this size, like lock up. But it's only a th- an inch thick, like give or take. This is called uh, string railway,
1: uh, and I got this to
0: the table. And the idea is you set up this area um, that is the area of the city using this big black string as a loop, um, and you set up either as a square, or as a triangle. Can't we finish, three this is a family players. show, right? No, you heard me. <laughs> <laughs> we played as three players, so we had to put up it as a triangle. Uh-huh. And you set up, and what you're doing. At each of the corners, like, so four players, you'd have a square, five players, a pentagon. Yeah. And at each of the corners, you put one of your stations. Well, you're trying to build paths from your station to another station. Um, what You draw a card. That's the station you're going to place down. And you must always end one string. You, so you have a handful of strings. You're each taking five turns. Um, and you put the end of your string on either your station or another station that you've previously connected to. Mm-hmm. and. hmm your other string must connect to another station. However, um, you are allowed to maneuver the string into any other stations that happen to have enough room to hold you. Okay. The way it works is that you're going to get a number of points that are listed on the stations that you land on, uh, the one that you place down. Sometimes you can own one, which will get you more points. But then... Um, At the beginning of the game, you also set up two other features. There's a brown loop string that you hand to somebody and they put out, and that's the mountain range. Family show. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get the reference, but all right. And then there's there's a thin blue one, which is the river, and you put it down. Anytime your string crosses over any other strings, that's minus one point for that turn. So, because you're going into different mountain ranges and so you can cross the paths of other players strings so you're purposefully putting these strings down to like hug these features just to really mess with people or putting stations down that you know there's not enough room to connect to it you're putting that in the way of everybody else on purpose and it turns out like this board is just weird one of your strings is twice the length of the other one so you have four short ones one long one It's just, it's so shenanigans. It's so shenanigans, but it's really fun. (laughs) Like, out of all of the games we played that night, and we played like some epic games, we played, you know, some immersive games, all this stuff, my mutual friend Jim said, hands down, that was his favorite. Because he just loved the ability to just completely mess with people, like swerve around them. Like, and you loved it, like, when you put it down, you're like, I have to put down this building in the only place it'll fit. It's going to give me like five points. And I want to go through these other three. Okay, fine. I'm just going straight through the mountain to do
1: it.
0: It's hilarious.
1: So that's the thing. We, we mentioned about it, talked about it on our last podcast, um, that we played some fun games and we yeah. played some serious games, but sometimes the fun game trumps the serious games. Yes. Yeah. And because uh, case in point for me, when I was talking about like Kemet and Feast for Odin, yeah. we played them in back-to-back weeks. Feast for fine it was a good game I really enjoyed yeah. it I probably would score that like an 8 out of 10 yeah but I enjoyed kimet more because it right. was just much more fun
0: there was something about it that yeah. was just yeah it didn't have and to I be good score. it was fun and
1: I wouldn't score Kim it more than uh, more than Feast for Odin it's either an 8 or 7 it's mm-hmm. not up there but it's, yeah, that, it's not it, like a nine or a ten. It's that just, moment. Yeah, it's just it's fun. It right, that's what this one you're talking about. It actually it's was making me giggle. Cool. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's it's something that I genuinely. And I didn't play it. I, if that sounds interesting, to you, I'll bring it over sometime. It, it's ridiculous. It and, sounds ridiculous. And I used to own like String Safari. Right. <laughs> I used to own String Safari, which is along that same idea, and I didn't like it. It hmm. wasn't very good. But String Railway, awesome. It's an awesome game
1: all right so i'm going to talk about my last game it is actually the one i enjoyed most playing it's not probably not the the highest rated for mm-hmm. my list here but the one i enjoyed the most in fact my game group really dug this one and this one's little devils by stronghold game it's yep. a it's a small trick-taking game um depending on the number of players you're only playing out through n- n- number of cards and for a four player you're only playing from the numbers one through 36 and it's common knowledge it's like hey 37 above is out you're only playing one through 36 Mm -hmm. and the big thing about this is you don't want to take tricks because whoever takes the most tricks in a sense it, it they could possibly lose it's because on those cards there's little devils on them There could be one devil, two devil, three devil, and there's sometimes five devils on there and four as well, but you want to take the least amount of those devils. So that means you don't want to win as many tricks. So you want to be smart at how you're playing. And the way it works is the person who's leading or it's usually the person who had to take the last trick. And it's uh, – I like that mechanic because it, it's where they can't – they don't want to take another trick because you're just playing the cards out. So they won't take back-to-back back tricks and screw themselves over. So they play the one card. So they play – let's say they play a seven. The next person decides if it's going to be above or below right. that number. That's right. That was the
0: cool twist of it. Yeah. And so Which say the next playing? person's
1: like, you know what? I'm going to play a five uh for that it so we have to go under it the thing is if someone plays the six between the six and seven they're safe whoever scores the or plays the lowest number takes the trick if they're playing the higher whoever plays the highest number takes the trick and it's fine when you have nine cards in your hand but when you're down to the nitty-gritty and you only have three cards in your hand you're like don't don't go higher don't go higher Oh, you went higher because if you play off-suit, you win the trick unless someone else plays off-suit and they played a higher card or a lower card yeah, than you did. in
0: the opposite direction. Yeah, yeah. And it's
1: so good. I had a good time. And what I did with this one on our game night, I showed them just a couple rounds. Just like, hey, we're just going to play one round each. Okay, that was quick. Let's play it again. Okay, here's the next game. Put it away. Played some other games. And they're like, hey, let's play Little devils. I'm like, okay. But I didn't tell you this. They're actually supposed to play to 100 points. But I wanted to show you, because trick taking sometimes is one of those games sure, that take a while. Take a while to get it. But I wanted them to get comfortable with it. They're like, okay, let's play. Because, but whoever hits 100 points, uh, triggers the end game. And whoever has the least amount of little devils out of that score overall wins the game. Yep. So we played it and man, the laughter and the shenanigans. Uh, cause there was like, uh, a point where I ended up getting two five cards at one time because it just went oh, way And so I'm like, oh, well, this is going to happen. But that was the highest scoring I did that entire time was 19. That was my score. I got 19 on that one. The rest of the time, I was like 5 or 7 or something like that because I was just like, okay... It it just so happened, because the way I was sitting, it was, I was here, my buddy Angel was across from me, Maria was next to him, and she was across from my wife, who was sitting next to me. And every time she would play a card in turn order, I had the exact card that could either be played under it, or over it, or in between, so I didn't have to take those tricks. And I don't know how that ended up, because we always switched the dealer.
0: Yeah.
1: And the way we... It
0: just worked every time. It just worked
1: every time. And it just... It was so much fun. We had a great time. In fact, my wife said it's her favorite game we played that night. And we played quite a bit.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, the (laughs) Little Devils... I'm glad I showed you that. I I bought it entirely on a whim.
1: Yeah. I love trick-taking games and I like different types i like this one because it's different because you don't want to take tricks you want to score the least amount Mm -hmm. of points whereas i have another trick-taking game that we bought in tucson uh that is a bidding trick-taking game so I was like i'm looking forward to it i haven't played a bidding trick-taking game in a while it's been ages but honestly i don't know how my other game group would take it because they're still not used to trick-taking. Because I used to play yeah. trick-taking cards all the time. We used to play, like, Rummy on the bus when we were going in between games. Or, um, like, me and my dad used to play Rummy all the time. Like yeah. him, me, and my mom. Rummy's and, not trick-taking, but okay. But the card games in general. Yeah, you but love they, classic card games. Yeah, but they, we also played Rook every now and then. Okay. Uh, so, we did it. And what is the one that you bid? I can't remember what that one's called. A few of them. Is it gin?
0: No, gin is, is Romeo again. But it's, you, you're trying to get certain combinations. Well, it's, uh, I um, can't remember. You're using, like, hearts or spades. Yeah, hearts or, yeah.
1: Or spades. That's the one we used to play all the time. Yeah. Uh, but or they have, like, a trick-taking game version of a diamonds. Yeah. <laughs> which <laughs> is pretty fun. Yeah. I
0: heard it's good, but it's just like... It's all about playing off... off, off if you can play off-suit, you get special abilities. Okay, which that's is pretty,
1: pretty cool. cool. Uh, I also like uh, Fox in the Forest. So, yeah, playing yeah, Little but... Devil's... Um, it just hit so bad or er, so well. Cool.
0: Last game I'm going to talk about today uh, is definitely the prettiest of them. That's the cover right there. You yeah. <laughs> know. Oh, you finally played that one, so we don't have to play yep. it. East Bahan. You can barely see it right there. Check out. Check out. Uh, that's all the games we played. I just that, want to show a you a lot of games. <laughs> check out Board Game Geek and look for East Behind. You'll see it. So this game, designer Sebastian Pashan, which. He is the designer of Jaipur, oh, man. and uh, yeah, he he works for a lot of those companies. He's made quite a few games. Um, Sobek Two Players, he he did the he did that Sobek Sobek Two Players, yeah. I thought the
1: Sobek Two Players was uh, Bruno Catallo. and oh, okay.
0: Shahan, yeah. Um, so yeah, it, he's he's starting to be more on my radar because I love Jaipur. I think it's a brilliant game. So this game, you have a um, uh, Persian like village east behind in the middle of the board Mm -hmm. and there's a road one that goes north south one that goes east and west and in each of these um quadrants of the board you have uh what are called souks which are basically uh businesses yeah and you're trying to supply these businesses with goods and so (coughs) what makes it interesting is that one one quadrant is the smallest one is the biggest Mm -hmm. and then the other two are smaller like then there is a size difference because the bigger one is easier to supply goods to, the smaller one is more difficult. Now explain how in a minute, Okay. but what you're trying to do is if you supply goods to all of the stores, uh, or all of the the businesses in in the souk of a specific color, like let's say I get all four pink ones, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna get a certain number of points at the end of that round, which it's all listed right there, um, anywhere from like four points or three points to like 12 for like the more difficult ones. Okay. So the way it works though, is really quite brilliant at the beginning of every round there's nine white dice and you roll these dice to to place on like this like tower board as it's called Mm -hmm. there's six sections to the tower board on the bottom there's the resource camels on the top there's the resource gold and then the other four in the middle are the four regions of the board okay so the very first number let's say i roll three or one 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 two three 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 a four and two sixes whatever I, that probably isn't nine dice, but you get the idea. Let's say I don't never roll a five. The first one you do, you put the lowest number that you rolled all of those dice on the camels. Mm-hmm. The next one, you take the highest number that you roll, regardless of what it is, and you put it on the gold. Everything else, you build from the bottom up. Okay. So if if you don't roll all six numbers, that that fourth region that I was telling you about, that's really small but most valuable, mm-hmm. gets no dice. Okay. So you can't even take the action in that. So each of each of those regions. You can take an action, which normally are based on how many copies of that dice there are. So if I roll three ones, Mm -hmm. I can get three camels. Okay. Because that's where it goes. So I remove those from the board on my turn, take three camels, etc. Gotcha. If if there's three dice on the first region, then I can take those off and put out three of my cubes onto the board. Thus how you try and fill it. Got it. Um, you only play seven turns per round. There's three rounds, so 21 turns total. Gotcha. Um... Yeah, that, that's about as simple as it is. It wipes out each of those. However, here's the cool part. Everyone has their own little buildings board mm-hmm. where you can spend a combination of gold and or camels to uh, build buildings that are on there that give you special abilities. Okay. Like Every time you take cubes, you place an extra cube. Or every time you take camels, you take an extra camel. Or uh, if your, if your cube gets removed from the board, you get a bonus action card because there's also two other actions you can take for each number. You can draw a card regardless of how many dice there are, or you can move the the pawn that's in the middle of the intersection. If you move him, the value of the dice that you remove, let's say I remove the fours, I move him four spaces, in either up, down, left, or right, following the path. I can also bribe him, give him gold to make him move fewer or more spaces. That's because if he lands it next to a building that somebody has a market, or a cube token, that gets removed. Okay. And it instead goes to the caravan, which is worth points immediately, and points at the end of the game as well, and at the end of each round. Okay. So, even though I break your majority, I'm still giving you a little bit of consolation prize, right? Gotcha. But you can expend camels to prevent that. So, that's the purpose of the camels. So hmm. there's a lot of give and take in that. No, it sounds it sounds complicated. No, but no, 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 I'm you... talking
1: about that camels. Yeah, <laughs> Well, I, I know it's, it's,
0: not, it's because the caravan has camels on it. No, that's, but I'm that's saying
1: that's because it's the same guy who did uh, Jaipur You were saying yeah,
0: camels. Yeah, exactly. I was half expecting a dead <laughs> panda somewhere. But now here's here's also the cool part. There's another use for the gold because it is more valuable. You at the beginning of your turn, if you're rolling the dice, you have nine white dice. You can spend up to three gold to roll that many yellow gold dice and add it to the board as well, and thus giving every but every player more options. Mm-hmm. But you have to spend your gold to do it.
1: So, okay.
0: it's awesome. This game was awesome. You know I what, really liked it. You know
1: what makes me sad about this? <laughs> that was the prettiest one that you bought and you've already <laughs> played it. No,
0: Spirium is probably prettier. Mm-mm
1: i seen okay, it. You no, know, East,
0: East, it's a new cover for East. And that one's pretty. It's like a nice little pretty landscape.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll show you later. Good.
0: No, no, I remember seeing all of them. And I'm like... No, I'm not saying they were great. The, the camel was nice. <laughs> was the awesome. was yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, East Behind, I, I was very happy with this game. It is awesome. It plays really well. It's an enjoyable experience. You're engaged every player's turn. You're constantly hoping they don't screw you over by ruining your majorities. You, you got to do what you got to do. Hopefully, you have enough time to do it. Jim was building all like towards just completely messing people over, and he he easily did that. <laughs> and then, yeah, it was it was Jim super is fun. the chaos variable. He is the chaos variable. I liked a lot. I can't suggest this one enough. I think this is one that most people should try.
1: Okay, I was uh, genuinely
0: impressed with it. With
1: well, that being said, let's talk about our trip. All right. So we
0: recently just went on a trip to Tucson, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're a four-hour drive away. Stupid hot. It, it was which, which is 10, it, years, literally 10 degrees f- hotter.
1: four hours away. We're both in deserts. And yes. we're still in the hundreds in September. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> ridiculous.
0: Right. Exactly. It was it was pretty rough. Early September. But let's talk about, let's we'll, we'll, we'll give a rundown of the whole trip. Yeah. Um, We went for a number of different reasons, but mainly mm-hmm. we went for Rincon. Yep. Yeah. When we got there, we left early, early morning on Friday. Um, the convention didn't start till 3 o'clock, and we also couldn't check into our hotel till 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you and I went straight to a store called Bookman's.
1: Uh, we've mentioned it here on the podcast before, so yeah, it's what we do when we go to Tucson.
0: Yep, that's true. We go to three different Bookman's. There's one on the east side. There's one in Midtown, which is on the same street mm-hmm. speedway, but I mean, they're like six miles apart, Yeah, but this is the same street. And then there's another one on Ina road, which is the North end of Tucson as well.
1: Not to mention, we also had food in between there we too. Did.
0: So we'll talk about that. We first went to, uh, the first bookman's, um, which I got, I want to say only about four or five games. I got two. Yeah.
1: And Not then I got many. a couple, uh, no, cause I didn't even get uh, any for my friend yet. It was the other one that we, uh, cause I was also selling for my friend that, that I mentioned earlier. Angel. Exactly. Um, because he just, he doesn't get the Tucson. And he's like, hey, this is what you guys do. i right. like, yeah, we can do it. It's fine. And
0: and what made me interested in that is that they didn't accept a trade for a copy of Puerto Rico, which I was trading in my extra copy for. Yeah. And I was like, really? You guys don't want Puerto Rico? They're like, yeah. They're like, it's a great game, but it just, for some reason, doesn't sell very fast. So check back in with us later. You know, maybe we'll accept it next time. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's weird. And
1: so I traded it to the next book. Okay, so yeah.
0: They're they like, yeah, we want Puerto Rico. That's a great game. Yeah. So, uh, it's awesome.
1: There, there's a gamer in that other one. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. But the first bookmans, I picked up two games there. I picked up City of Iron, first edition Brian Locky game, and I also picked up The Godfather, Corleone's Empire. One I've been hunting for a while. Yeah. I've been really wanting to play this game, and when they had a copy, a full copy in there, I was like, "Yeah, go at it." Yeah.
0: yeah, I I specifically bought. Um... I bought a, a game for a friend uh, who was looking for one, so I got that for him, yep. but I, the one I remember it was a Planes expansion for the mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't remember which other ones I got from that one. Uh, oh, that was SOS Titanic. Yeah, that's it? where you got the... Yeah. No,
1: no, no, no. SOS Titanic was the third one. I know. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Because I remember the, the rack when you were like... that's ah! <laughs> <laughs> fine!
0: Yeah, that, that was great. Because sure it was on, the on that, that side rack.
1: rack. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: okay. That's cool. And And then we went straight to the other one. Yeah, we went on Speedway, and we thought we passed it, and then it's like, oh, there it is. (laughs) Yeah. What's weird about it, and we always talk about this every time, and it happens every time to us. (laughs) It always seems like you drive too far. You're like, man, did I miss it? And then you finally, uh, oh, okay, there it is. And it's not until you realize, like, deep inside, just for a moment, you're like, wait, did I miss this? That it finally pops up. pops up. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. So, again, we traded in some stuff there. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, also checked my buddy
1: stuff uh, at that one, uh-huh. and the reason why I wanted to talk about this one specifically okay. is because there's a board gamer in there. Yes, there was there a copy of Bruges, and both you and me <laughs> yeah. were thinking about it. We we considered it, a but like, because oh, we're Bruges. like, wait, effect. we're getting That's the reprint, out. and yeah. then we saw the price, and then they even put on the sticker, O O P out oh, of correct. print. Yep. This thing was a hundred and twenty dollars yep. for a
0: card game. Yep. And then we saw a
1: copy of Mombasa,
0: yeah, which also out of print, one hundred and thirty dollars.
1: Which technically is not out of print anymore. It's just you don't you can't get that
0: specific copy, right? Exactly. Which I mean, if Skyminers is there,
1: why? Right. Well, that's the same reason why we didn't pick up Rualto that we saw, or Rouge, because
0: we're getting getting those uh,
1: soon, hopefully soon.
0: <laughs> exactly. Next few months, yeah. <sighs> Hopefully. So after that, we were pretty hungry. Oh We yeah. ended up going to um, Firehouse Subs that we happened to see on the way. Yeah. Um, that.
1: Both of us are getting kind of cranky too because we, <laughs> we were starving. And it was speak hot. for yourself, sir. <laughs> I don't
0: get cranky. Yeah. It was. It was good. Um, I got a grilled cheese. That was good.
1: I got the Italian. Which, what I wanted to make mention of this, too, is because at the, the Speedway one, there's a Jersey Mike's there that we ate there last time. Yes. And you and me were both disappointed yeah. with that
0: one. We hated Jersey Mike's. I,
1: I didn't hate it, but it wasn't that great. Like, I It's, hated it's it. at the bottom of the barrel. They I'd messed up the grilled cheese. I'd rather go to Subway than Jersey Mike's. Yeah. <laughs> That's saying something. Yeah. But, man, Firehouse Subs, that was... Yeah. That's awesome. But the workers were Man, eh, they couldn't figure it because, like I told them like multiple times, sure. no tomatoes, no onions. What did I get on my sandwich? Sure enough,
0: right. And
1: then you confused them with grilled cheese. No, yeah, no, it's like, I just want
0: a grilled cheese and they had like ask a manager, like, how do we do this? It's like Bread plus cheese as hot. Like <laughs> <laughs> at hot That's <laughs> all you gotta do
1: Yeah No it was But no it was good We had a good time We were laughing on that at that point Right Then we get to the know one And that's when we like Just went to town Especially yep. you Because you got... we have the
0: rest of our credit We're yeah. like alright let's spend it
1: And uh, it's gonna be a while Before we get back up here And I didn't wanna save it So okay. Exactly Picked up uh, Monster Crunch I actually There was another game That I played on that game night Oh yeah what do you think? i probably gonna end up selling it back. It's, it's not bad. Yeah. It's, it's a fine game. It's it's yeah. fine. It's I just, thought the same thing. When it was just it. too simple. Yeah, because all you're doing is playing a number into the thing, and then you're uh, so like if I start, if I play a one, then everybody can play right. a one or a two depending on, or like the next person can play a one or a two depending on what's in their hand. Yeah, you're gonna have twelve cards always in your hand, or you're gonna draw twelve cards every round. You're only playing three rounds. It was fine. It yep. wasn't I would rate it probably a five. It was average. Yep. Uh, especially for a Prospero Hall game. It to me it was okay. Yep. But I picked up that that there. I also picked up um I can't really remember what the other one was. Uh, oh, Go Nuts for Donuts. I haven't tried that one yet. Uh, did find out that I'm missing the one cardboard in Go Nuts for Donuts. But yep. It's one fine. Token. Yeah, one token. It's fine. All the cards are there. So that's that's a good thing. Okay. Uh, other than that, I can't remember some of the other games. I know I got quite a bit, uh, Little Devils. I got it at that one. That's where I picked up Little Devils. Yep. Uh, that one, ooh, I'm ooh. glad I picked that one up. Right. I'm glad I found a copy. I remember enjoying it the last time we played it, and then I was like, you know what, I'm going to pick up my own copy because it's fine. And I carry. I have a carry case for full card games. so right.
0: Exactly. So yeah, I picked up a few other games. I think that's where I got a couple of the Astari games. Mm, a couple
1: of the Astarys. Yeah. I know you bought two or three. I, I bought
0: a total of six throughout the convention. Yeah. I think three of them were were at the flea market. Mm-hmm. Um. So it must have been the other three. three that, I got the at that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I also got Paris, Paris. I think there. Um. I got um, Paris, Paris was from the first one. That's the, where
1: it, where the first Sieves one was. was. The
0: last one. Yeah because um, I almost didn't buy Thebes but it looks
1: good yeah no, no it looked good we had a great time um, yeah games, always do that then we finally could go check into our hotel yeah. and mind you we haven't even referenced this we were going for the Comic Con we weren't sure if we were going to do anything at the Comic Con right. we were just going to visit the Comic Con and do like the Rencon stuff and play board right. games we didn't find out about that till we got to the Comic-Con, but we had to check in our hotel right. first. So we checked
0: into our hotel. Um, I'll, I'll straight up say it. I've stayed there a number of times. It's called uh, the Flamingo Suites in Tucson. <laughs> it's kind of like half um, hotel, half apartment kind of thing. Yeah. It's pretty inexpensive. It's like 70 bucks a night. Yeah, it wasn't bad. For mid-Tucson, that's, that's really inexpensive. Um, and I gave you the preface. It's like, look, it's not the most ghetto hotel that we've been to. No, no. Because that, then, by let's far... Just
1: say, let's just say, this is the better of the the, <laughs> the, the, the two hotel, hotels yeah. that you pick. Because the only time we stayed at something else was because we were at the convention hotel.
0: Right, exactly. So, this one wasn't bad. Um, there was just one big problem that we had with it. <laughs> is that this whole place was infested with stink bugs. There, or, there was two problems. Deals.
1: The stink bugs. Oh, and, and the it, door. And
0: the door. And the door.
1: <laughs> the gutshot door. door oh my god we'll but, talk
0: about that in a minute I, I have a the third uh,
1: the the air conditioner it took almost till the last day before i started getting yeah. that room comfort right
0: exactly no that uh, and that's just part two son you know, yeah unfortunately yeah. but yeah no there was they had some stink bug pro, stink beetle problems about 1.1 like, was crawling on me throw
1: over me at one point yeah, something like I that. had to grab like bags and throw them out <laughs> yeah
0: it was there, there was quite a few of them there and there I think was, it's just the time of the year well no, that too
1: and it was like there was one in our bathroom when I was using the restroom I'm like you stay over there don't come near my pants <laughs> yeah.
0: oh I will fight you beetle I will fight you yeah um, it, that was pretty annoying but I mean mostly I mean there was no cockroaches or anything so that's good Yeah, yeah beetles you can deal with yeah
1: know? Like, I, he went in the sink, I'm like, you stay there, we're good. <laughs> yeah.
0: Don't you come out, man. Don't you come out. And then, yeah, but the gunshot door. Oh, my gosh. So, their door, the hinge is coming a little loose in that specific room. And so, it wasn't when opened the hinge. it. hinge
1: it, it was the hinge, but it wasn't yeah, that it was but it was loose. the
0: corner of the door. They
1: but, didn't put it in the right spot. So, right. the top corner of the door... Yeah. it's just rubbing. Yeah, it was rubbing, and it was
0: like pulling the wood a little bit. So every time you open it, it was.
1: Like... <laughs> it sounded like a gunshot. That's why they called the gunshot door. So it's like you're sitting there laying in bed, and you're like, I have to go to the bathroom, but the other guy's are asleep right now, and I don't want to open that door. Yeah, I don't
0: think you would have woken me up with like that, though. That's. that's, that's you would have woken me up. I would have woken you up. That's I, I would have like, gotten yeah. ready to get up and fight. <laughs> <laughs> was it? <laughs> that was terrible. And then, so we finally checked the hotel. Um, and then, we, at that point, we decided let's go to the convention. Yeah. So we went to the convention, and it was packed.
1: Yeah. And then, the, what's well, and rightfully about it, so. Uh, we were an hour late because uh, we had to check in. We didn't yep. get there till four o'clock, and it opened at three o'clock where we had to park at the church across the street. But what people don't understand about the way the convention center worked is that the main parking is on the west, southwest side? West side. West side. And then that's where the main entrance is. Whereas we had a park was on the opposite side, the east side. And there's also an arena in that convention center for their minor league hockey team. So we had to go around the box off. Well, first off, we had to cross the street. We parked at a church. We had to cross the street. Not too busy, but it could be busy at times. Yep. Across the street, uh, Four Lane Road. Get across. Go through another parking lot slash. Um, yeah. I don't know what you would call those, but like when you get into the parking lot they have like the fountains and stuff like yeah. that in there. Foyer yeah, anyway. for the parking lot. And yeah. then you go through there, and then we get to the building and it's like, no, you have to go all the way around here. So we're like, okay, it can't be this long. Mind you, it's a hundred and seven degrees. Right. You're going around the building in the direct sun because the sun is like <laughs> right there. Yep and it's hot and you're going around the building go down some stairs keep going keep going you see the line you're like okay there we go we finally get in we go through the bag check we didn't have anything with us we get in. we bought tickets to the comic-con yes, we right, bought for the entire
0: weekend. as a customer yeah as an attendee
1: and we go in there
0: and so i was invited to clarify this i was invited uh, to run my escape room business mm-hmm. uh, which i co-owned with our mutual friend and the
1: big thing about it is we didn't know anything about right. it until we showed up. Yeah. And, and then you're we, like, let's we go knew to that the It was a thing yeah. enough
0: to bring the stuff, but let, but we're like, we don't know what kind of badges we're going to get, what kind of acceptance we're going to get. Yeah. So let's go to the exhibitor booth. So we had to get checked in as customers and then go to the exhibitor booth and then have a, an admission badge to be exhibitors. So yeah. we technically paid when we didn't have to. But yeah, exactly. Which, which,
1: which was fine. Yeah. Um. But the big thing about it's is, is like, oh, crap, we left all the stuff back yes. in the truck. And the, the big thing is they had a clear bag policy, which is understandable. Sure. But yeah. they wouldn't let exhibitors go through there. You had to go through the exhibitor entrance. So here's this the problem. the opposite <laughs> side. So here's again. the problem with it. We had to go back the way we came, go all the way to the vehicle, grab all our stuff, come around again, and have to keep going around and go to the south side of the yes. building to come into the exhibitor right. side.
0: right. And we couldn't just go like south and then around the building. No, it was on the other corner. Yeah, it was
1: like, just, like literally no, the opposite corner from no where we were. Park. Yeah. yeah,
0: so we we had heaps of stuff that we had to bring in. All my equipment. The, the escape
1: and, room thing, the the, yeah. the shade, the hide, the escape room yep. Uh, situation. Yep. And because all my
0: equipment, everything. We
1: couldn't go through there because we didn't have a clear bag. It was a canvas bag, so they're like they're very. We can go through front entrance, yeah. They're being very strict about it. They won't let you through it. And we're like, oh, God. Yeah. All uh, right. Mind you, again, it was 107 degrees. This right. is 4 o'clock in the afternoon, the hottest part of the day. Right. By the time both of us got in there, we are like, man, this sucks. And then we had to set everything up. Yep. And so
0: then i <laughs> the we finally part. I got that, now the location <laughs> that we were placed, we we found uh, a good location, and the organizers of the convention um, they found a, a spot with us. It was a great spot under the stairway. <laughs> it's a two-story convention area. You enter it on the top level. <gasps> um, that is where the the Rincon unless, gaming uh, area uh, was. Unless in a, an ex- exhibit ex- yep. then you exhibit exhibitor, yep, and then you in go down the floor. Yeah, and then you go downstairs to get to the to the floor where the exhibit hall is, and then that's where the panel rooms were. Underneath that grandiose sca- staircase was like this odd area where they were trying to figure out where to put something. We came in with the idea. It's like, hey, I can run an escape room here. And they were like, well, that's out of the way. It probably won't be super loud. Um, They were wrong. Yeah, well, I'm sure it was way quieter than the than the exhibit, well, exhibit hall. Hall, I Yeah, hall no, no, no. Hall. I I don't disagree yeah. with that part. That would be really tough, but I was fine with that. Yeah, the, when people were walking down, or if there was a big crowd going to no, a the panel, thing, sure it was the, loud. The, the big
1: thing about the escape room th- experience, though, is that you need to listen to stuff. Yes. And when people were coming down and like big groups, someone was like boom, 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 right. boom. And some people were like, you just see them like lean yeah, in leaning, yeah, leaning
0: towards the tape. Yep. And so that was that was silly, but I. <laughs> I couldn't have asked for a better spot. Like, I mean, the- No, no, it was great.
1: Everybody oh, says was- you needed to do a Harry Potter escape. You know? <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly, because
0: we're the people under the stairs or whatever yeah. the reference is. Yeah, I thought that was funny. We we had a great time. Um, and then at that point, we also met um, the runner of Rincon. Um, her name is Karen. I want to give a shout-out to her. And, of course, a thanks for inviting us. Um, she did a fantastic job. And all of the Rincon staff seemed like they did an amazing job with the gaming part because during the game – I'm so very wrong um during the convention rincon was running their own separate game rooms mm-hmm. and they would have one room for tcgs they'd have one room for minis one for board games and one for um something else uh, escaping me and so they would have these rooms set up and all of them are having games at the same time and it's a really easy system to go on the the sjed app it's like schedule but without the ule yeah um you can go on there and you can sign up for games made it interesting there was some there was definitely some confusion with the tables um, just because oh, yeah. the same numbers were in multiple rooms and, and well, so, we'll get more of that when we get to yeah. the next day but uh, karen did a great job oh, yeah. uh, she was a really some nice of person. The nicest
1: people too like the entire con tucson comic-con people as well as yes. Con people
0: and there were the two people who who i got in contact with on tucson comic-con they were beyond pleasant um they, they were beyond pleasant they were awesome and they were just super nice to us, and, and they—you could tell that they had a real passion for what they were doing. All right. Okay. So yeah, the people who run the convention—you can tell they're really passionate about what they do, mm-hmm. and uh, the—it was just an overall fun time. Let's talk about the uh, exhibit hall.
1: So yeah, the exhibit hall was actually quite nice. Um, it was. About as big as the El Paso Comic Con, uh, size-wise, maybe just slightly smaller, not yeah, too nice. much bigger, or smaller, uh, the El Paso one is not too much bigger, the, um, it's bigger than the the Cruces Comic Con that just recently happened. Yeah. Um. Tucson
0: is five times the size of Cruz. Yeah, yeah. no,
1: a, a, yeah, and they have a bigger, uh, not just the population, but they have, like, the bigger, um, university as well, yeah. so there's all that going on. So, but. It was nice. What's interesting about this to me, though, that they were legitimately a Comic-Con. They didn't have any big name. Like, the biggest name guest canceled. It was uh, the the guy who played uh, Kyle Reese in the original Terminator movie. Oh, okay, yeah. And so, but he wasn't there. So it was basically just comic people, some board game people. Um, the exhibitor was mainly just the artist alley. Um, some other cool stuff there, like some prints. And mm-hmm. you actually, we both fell in love with a certain thing. We didn't really buy anything till I believe it was the Sunday, the yeah. last day of the Comic Con, because well, Saturday was busy.
0: Yeah, Saturday was very busy. We almost spent very little time on the event hall um friday we just yeah. kind
1: of walked around and looked at stuff yeah, uh, because track. it was it was one it was the quieter day because it was the first day it right. opened at three and ended at eight
0: yeah we didn't have anybody run the, uh, the escape, escape room, room so we, we just called it at an hour till went through and there's only a few hours that we were there so that that's understandable um but yeah there, there was one item specifically that you and i both really liked yeah and it was like this uh terrarium uh yeah yeah terrarium but it was in a Pokeball. Yeah. And they had a Pokemon and then all of the plants and everything inside of it. And it looked like they were in their natural habitat. Yeah. And there was a whole bunch of really great ones. I ended up getting a, a Snubble yeah. from my family.
1: how do um, they like it?
0: Oh, they liked it a lot.
1: <laughs> so my thing is, it was like, I should have bought one on the first day if I was going to buy anything because yes. that's where they had the most. But you can also... They they gave us a card. You could find them online and stuff like that. I just can't remember the name. But they were nice. There was like a Frokey, They had a Snorlax, a Munchlax. Uh, there were some that were just the Terrarium. Some had like fairy lights in them so they can light up. Right. If those you had really cool. Yeah, those were really cool. Uh, they had a really nice Absol one. But I, I was like yeah, we just don't really have shelf space to, to right. display these. Where would I put it? And so I ended up buying uh, a print for the wife, and you actually got a kick out of it. She, he was like, you're going to get rid that? And I'm like, yeah, because she really loves that game. Yeah,
0: and, and that print, you're
1: going to tell him what it was. It is the black hand from um, Skyrim. 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 So it's the... I, I think that's what they're called. The assassins group. She really likes that. And it's just a black hand. It says, we know. Yep, we know. And yeah, she adored that one. And I did a grab box too. Uh, and I got picked up one. I'm like, this is perfect for my friends. They right. really, really love WandaVision. So it was a WandaVision print. It was good. It, I was, Oh, and I also bought myself a pin. Um, I want to get a pin board on the wall behind me over here. Right. This way we could put all this different stuff. Because I have, like, a Pandasaurus one down here. I have a Thunderworks one or for role players. So I was like, I want to display these. These are really cool pins. Right. And, yeah, no, it was a good time. But that, going, to, we're going to get ahead of ourselves. So the next day is Saturday. We go back Friday night. What do we eat? We ate at... um because we went to Games of Gadgets on Friday, right?
0: Yes.
1: No. It was it Iowa Games that we went on Friday? It was yeah, Iowa. Of...
0: It, it was Games of Gadgets. We oh yeah,
1: to... yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. We went to Iowa Games first. Uh,
0: Diner discussion pod. Discussions pod. Nice to meet you.
1: We went to Iowa Games first because that's we were near. No, no, we did because I remember it was Saturday when we were at Games and Gadgets and we were dying because it was hot in there because the oh, mall was right. shut down. That's right. <laughs> and yeah. We went to Iowa Games first because you talked to the booth on Friday. Yeah. Because we were looking for a specific game, and yeah. he's like, "We have a copy."
0: Yeah, it, it was it was completely spur the moment. I was like, "Hey, by chance, do you have a copy of uh, King's Dilemma?" And they said, "Yeah." Like, well, we'll look. I was not expecting anything but I was like if I find it somewhere I will buy it and he said we have one copy I'm like wow I don't want to buy it right now but now that you've said it so we ended up driving a few miles over to Isle of Games Mm -hmm. which is on Broadway in Tucson um the store was massive well okay it's not massive but their game selection was massive it was easily the most games per store I've ever seen they had more games in most games twice their or most game stores twice their size. Mm-hmm. Um, it, great selection, a lot of good stuff, the staff, super friendly, yeah. B- bottle of water for 50 cents, amazing, needed in a, in that, they had King's Lemma, they had a bunch of other games, they even had like a used shelf, that was fun, yep. we are kind of suckers for that, as you heard earlier on the Bookman's part of it. I bought a game there too. Yep, yeah, we bought some good stuff and yeah it was a great time uh we definitely enjoyed our time there yeah i picked up uh
1: something wild um something wild uh toy story yeah
0: yeah that that great great choice by the way Mm -hmm.
1: well Um, also because i was buying water too because we were both thirsty
0: (laughs) we were very thirsty
1: and then afterwards we had why i remember this exactly is because we were trying to figure out where we're going to go eat we saw a place that was popping every time we went yes
0: there was a restaurant every time we drove by it there was multiples, and yeah use shells rock i couldn't agree more um we drove by this restaurant called guadalajara mm-hmm. and there was probably about three or four in town and every time we drove by late at night
1: no matter which one, because yeah. we drove by several in a day, full. and they were just full. And we, we ended up, like I was saying, we got there at like three or four, and like at two o'clock, every time we passed one, it was full. We yeah. passed them by the convention, full. We passed them by yeah. uh, <laughs> Isle of Games. So we made note of it. We're like, oh, wow, this is,
0: this is bumping. But we didn't go there for dinner that night. We ended up going to...
1: to in and out an an which, wh- why I remember it, is because it was in the parking lot of the mall where games and, uh, Tucson's Games and Gadgets is. And that's when I'm like, it's funny that we're eating here, but we didn't go there yeah <laughs> fair <laughs>
0: enough yeah and we got our normal stuff went back to the hotel we're like man we're ready to play some games No, we're about we, we <laughs> were exhausted mind we you we died. had been
1: moving since six o'clock in the morning we didn't get back to the hotel till like a little after 10
0: yeah 10 or 11 yeah uh, tucson time
1: tucson time which is 11 or 12 our time because yeah Arizona doesn't do daylight savings
0: right so we crashed out now let's take a quick pause because we went to Saturday yeah. all day, we knew better. We went in through the correct entrance yep. this time. We got an early parking good parking. Yeah, good parking. Still expensive, ten bucks <clears throat> a car, but I guess it could be worth. Yeah. Um, and then we went in, and we ran a total of nine uh, runs for the escape room, or nine runners, which is great. You know, because at a previous convention that I had been to. I had ran three people the entire week.
1: What was even int- more interesting about that is that you were also doing something else. So this is the first time I ever had to run this That's system. right. And it so is...
0: we normally wouldn't have, but we taught you how to run our escape room. Um, with At the Yeah. And so you got to see all of the inner workings. And you gave me an actual pretty good compliment. You were like, now that I see how you've done this, you guys are crazy. <laughs> yeah. Which I take as a huge compliment.
1: But what I, what I liked about it, well, the big thing was I already knew it because yeah. I was one of the playtesters when you were doing it. That you've taken some stuff out and put some stuff in, but I got the gist of it because I remember playtesting it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, yeah, just if you need me to, just show me this way. We could just run it while the con's going when you're upstairs because, again, we've talked about how you're a board game designer mm-hmm. and you're showing some stuff off as well. You're like, okay, this is what we did. But that was another thing we were going to run on Friday night we were, uh, you were going to show me how to run it before we got to the con right. but I we were we were so tired we get there we had an hour before everybody showed up so you're like this is how it works this is what we do this is how you do this is how you set this up this is how you set this up this is what's going on this is for this this is for that and I'm like okay I get it I'm like just let me watch it like one or two times well, before you man. go and before you had to runners. yeah
0: yeah.
1: and you was like boom 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 this is how you put it back together and For me, I'm a big hands-on learner, so seeing it run and then doing it uh, by myself was fine. And I actually did, I think, two or three while you were upstairs.
0: exactly. So upstairs while I was demonstrating my games. So let's jump into that part. Um, At Rincon, one of the other things I did is I demonstrated my games. There was two games I showed off. One was uh, a game called the Imperial City of Rothenburg. Um, That is currently in prototype phase right now. Um, I'm still looking for it. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll find it soon. But yeah, it's it's a mid-weight Euro game. I don't want to go into too much detail, but yeah, dice drafting, work replacement. Uh, not work replacement, but like resource management, um, area control, even a little bit.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. It, it's a, There's it's a lot going into game. it. There's a lot going into it's it. It's a heavier so, Euro.
0: Yeah, we definitely confirmed that. It, the people who played it loved it. They they loved the mess out of it. There was three players, and then we played a game called uh, my. A game called Matches, which is coming to Kickstarter soon. Mm-hmm. And from Thing Twelve games and I was showing it off and the people who played it fell in love with it. They all scanned my bark or my QR, QR code, code to sign up for the email notifications. Uh, which if you haven't done so, go to Thing 12's website, sign up for the email. They don't sell their email emails at all. Yep. And I'll just tell you when the Kickstarter runs. So check it out. Hopefully anyway, soon. Hopefully soon. Um, and yeah, it, it great reviews of it, brought it back down, ran some more escape rooms all said and done. There was a couple other booths that we spent a little more time at this time. Yeah. Um, we I went over to, there was one real quickly that I went to called uh, Omni, the trading card game.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um,
0: and cool art. Uh, really nice guys. Uh, they showed me the whole demo. Um, when Whenever I look at any trading card game, though, of course, you can't help but compare it to Magic the Gathering. Mm-hmm. And so, as he was explaining, I'm like, hmm. He was like, I'm like, I'm just waiting for him to explain, this is like magic, but dot, 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 yeah. which is an ongoing joke from us, but he he was like, all right, have you ever played Yu-Gi-Oh? And I was like, whoa, okay, uh, <laughs> no, I haven't, I was like, I, I might have played it once back in like 15 years ago, but no, I don't think I have, he was like, well, I don't really know how this compares to magic, but this is how this works, and he started explaining like... Well, that was refreshing. <laughs> I like how you did that. But he said that there, there's a Kickstarter running right now, so I'll just give him a shout-out. on yeah. trading card game. If that's your jam, go check it out. Mm-hmm. They seem like really cool really cool people. So, um, And then we saw one booth that was gorgeous art.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Art, and, and it, it was on, on Plexi. Plexi acrylic. or acrylic, yeah.
0: And the woman who was there, she was telling us about it. She was like, yeah, this is acrylic. And she just smacked <laughs> it. You had almost had a heart attack. This loud sound throughout like echoes through the hall.
1: And Michael, everyone, it's also like, loud too. People just stop and look like, <laughs>
0: What just happened? And I was like You did that on purpose to give you like absolutely. <laughs> like that is one of their selling techniques. Like, look how durable this is. Whack <laughs> You know? It's like the same people like who have like that spray sealant stuff. Yeah. Like, put it on a screen door and like swim it out onto a lake or
1: whatever. yeah Like that was the equivalent of this. It was, yeah, it is, it, was a, it is hilarious. Yeah. But <laughs> uh after that, uh, the con was nice. We took what we needed out of the thing, but what was nice about it, we left the stuff that we didn't have to worry about, like right. the the prop, um yeah, for people to take there. picture with, the screen. We just took the the actual escape room with us every time we left. And then we had dinner at that Guadalajara place. Um, that
0: before that, though, right at the end there, they were having a very big event. Oh, um, uh... there they were having a costume contest in the room directly adjacent to us, which was for a while the
1: inclusion. Was it the Saturday? Oh no, no, it was the Saturday? Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, that was an inclusion, like and quiet zone, so people could go in there, be calm, uh, like you know, relax away from the uh, away from the craziness of the con. And then they turned it into a costume contest and there was this massive line and we we're like trying to hand out business cards and whatever. To and we're also that. just sitting there like hurry up because yeah. we want to go and, eat. And we're like, we're, we're hungry, but we don't want to leave the stuff unmonitored.
1: Because um, uh, I think we only had coffee that day and then yeah. I had a cheesecake because that's the only thing we I could a get into night. our line. No, no. We had the hot dog on Sunday. Oh,
0: did we? Okay. Yeah. So yeah we well, hadn't eaten in dinner. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And so that's why we're like waiting. Okay, come on. Let's go. Yeah. Let's, go let's go. Let's go. And then uh, it's funny on uh, Saturday, um, I have to mention this real quick. There was people that came down and wanted to do the thing. I was like, yeah. no, we're running it right now. And then the, this is going to be the last one of the night. Uh, right. I was before. Y- no, no, no. They came down, wanted to run it, but I was already running it. And so I'm like, okay, well, if you come back in like 45 minutes or something like that, we can run it. They didn't come back till towards the end of the con. and yeah, we they were,
0: they were part of the costume contest. Yeah. Okay, so they couldn't. And they're like, well, him. no,
1: because we're busy at this time. And you're like, okay, understandable. And it's a good thing we didn't run that last hour because yeah. it got so loud because of the Comic-Con yeah, or contest. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we finally broke off and went to go eat. Yeah. I Met, met my up brother. with your brother.
0: Yep. He lives over in Tucson as well had a great time with him and we finally went to that guadalajara restaurant
1: oh my god that food was so good especially <laughs> the reason it's packed they, they make salsa right in front of you yes. now mind you if you want hot salsa don't get it it tastes good but yeah. it's not hot <laughs> yeah it's not
0: nearly as hot like I mean, we're from new mexico so we understand hot chili yeah this like my brother ordered he said super hot please um, but he looks like a Viking. So, you know, I, I can yeah, 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 yeah. use some, some restraint, but yeah, you, I tried to, I didn't need water.
1: Uh, yeah. I, I, I just went with, I think it was the mild because uh-huh. I didn't well, wanna, you want to, I went medium because I didn't want to deal with the, um, the acid reflux that you get sometimes with salsa right. because my Pepsid that I use was at a hotel room, right. which was exactly. like clear across town.
0: Right. Exactly. So, but now that having, I've never had fresh salsa literally made right then and there. And it was, it was so good. Delicious. That's one of the, the best salsa. It expensive. Yeah.
1: Right. I was fine with it because, yeah. uh, I had the carne asada steak. It was not the, like, the fitas and stuff like yeah. that. But they also gave me some, uh, rice and beans and sour cream. Uh-huh. What I really liked about it, cause they gave you fresh homemade, uh, tortillas. Yeah. And then with the beans. Oh, <laughs> the so country. good. And then with the beans, they gave you chorizo on top. And, oh, yeah. uh, man, I'm a big sucker for refried beans and chorizo together. Right. And I was just making my own little taco with it. I was like, cut up the meat, put it on there, put some beans on there with the chorizo, put the, sour cream the rice it was just uh, so and those tortillas were amazing those are that was probably one of my favorite things there the the beans with the chorizo and the the tortillas because it's homemade fresh hot tortillas so good
0: and then that night we decided to go to at least one more game store yeah to a a game store that's in the tucson mall called tucson games and Gadgets. gadgets which I have been there multiple times before and they have a
1: bar in the back of it
0: they have a well it's more like a gamer tavern Yeah, the best way to describe it and they literally keep a security guard at the front at one entrance of the door and that's the only way you can get to there. He will ask you. It's like, hey, where are you heading? You go to Tucson Games Gadgets. Everything else is roped off. It's literally that's the only spot in the mall. That's it's open. a bit weird. It is a bit strange. Like because we went there and they shut off the air conditioner and we were burning. Oh
1: god, it was ridiculous Like we wanted to stay there and you know maybe play some games or something like that. Right. Was, both of us were just miserable. Yeah, it was Mind you we was just sad. ate two, so it didn't Yeah, we were me.
0: slightly food coma. <laughs> <laughs> and no I mean their game selection has always been pretty good. Oh yeah. Um and what it looks like the, from the bar in the back, I don't drink mm-hmm. but it seems like a really fun time for mm-hmm. you guys who do. Um, we do encourage you to go check it out. Yeah. Uh, between the two stores, I don't know if I have a favorite, but I've always been kind of more of a games and gadgets person.
1: Well, I mean, the thing with the games and gadgets too, it's like in our vicinity. When we normally go to Tucson, we're hitting all three of the. Um... Bookmans, and what the thing about this is is a lot of times we're going there and people want to go get in and out because it's yep. it's a treat for us. We don't get in and out out here, so there's literally one right there by the Games A Gadget. So it's like win win: board games plus in and out for us. Right. So it's perfect for us.
0: Exactly.
1: Um, I ended up picking Marvel Remix uh, that I mentioned about earlier here, and I was like so happy to get it because you don't really see it out in this area i finally had picked up a copy of fantasy realms like a month before and then i saw this one i'm like well i got two now
0: (laughs) and i picked up don't Lama dice oh
1: yeah and and mind you
0: and some dominion upgrade packs
1: listen to everything we've just talked about we had not played a game once. We haven't played a game
0: <laughs> once yet.
1: We that went a for a board con. game con. We've
0: had plenty of games. We have not played one at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it wasn't until the Sunday that we finally played a game.
1: Saturday, after all everything, we just kind of cruised around yeah. and just tried to take in the sights. But yeah. we didn't really do anything. Like, at a point, we were tired. like, we we're going to this side of town to go do so, or like, like walk, play board games or something like that. And then both of us were just, it just hit us. And we're like, no, nah, we're just going home yeah, now. We're
0: <laughs> done. So then after Saturday, Sunday comes around, Yeah. the shortest day of there, last day of the Tucson Comic Con, but not the last day of our convention events. Yeah, because
1: yeah, we still have more.
0: We still have more. So Sunday got significantly more players of the escape room. We had a total of 24 players who played throughout the entire time. Yeah. Um, they all had a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my good friends from middle school came and enjoyed um, and had some of the funniest commentary I've ever heard. <laughs> Um, I can't repeat it because yeah. oh, one, it's colorful, and two, uh, it gives hardcore spoilers, so I can't do it. Also, but the the, I'm ones w- in tears the, the
1: the the group that we were talking about last time—they were actually our last, our group. last to, group. they, they finally good. came up, and they're like, "Oh, I'm like we just started this." But we will stay, because our our last one was supposed to be, like, at 4 or 5, because there was only an hour for the con left. And we're like, if you come back by this time, I think it was, like, 4.20, we will stay and let you play this. And so they They came back, and they were sitting there waiting, and they were our rock star. They did
0: so good. They were not the fastest group. Out of all the groups, it was a a couple, but, but they were very well-experienced in escape rooms. Yeah. They beat it with like 20-something minutes remaining um, at the time. Then our last group <laughs> <laughs> beat their record.
1: Yeah. Mind the first group only two. This one was six? Five. five.
0: Yeah, so it kind of makes sense. Uh, but it was their first time experiencing it. Yeah.
1: And in fact, there was only two experienced um, escape room players in that Other group. five, yeah. yes.
0: So it was a good time, had by all. Um, not much else to say other than...
1: Oh, this is when we bought all our stuff, too. You bought your Terrarium, (laughs) and I bought my my prints.
0: Yep, exactly. So, we had a great time. Mm -hmm. After we left there, we went, uh, downtown to... Oh, no, no, no,
1: we we, we forgot to mention one thing. Yes. We did play two games while we... we, we,
0: (laughs) We played Something Wild, and we played Don't Llama Dice, which, if you like llama, Don't Llama Dice is a great implementation of it. It's a it. better implementation of it. If you don't like Llama, you might still like Don't Llama Dice.
1: Don't Llama Dice gives you a little bit more... Um...
0: Yeah, a little more agency. Mm-hmm. It, I feel like it's a little less control, but there's still some legitimately weird... Like, there's no choice. I love
1: the push-your-luck aspect if you're the last one in. Yes. Do I keep going, or do yeah. I take all this and score?
0: I like if you, you roll the three dice, and even if you can give away all those cards Mm -hmm. do you still want to like because if you don't because you have yeah just in order to potentially not bust later on and then also
1: what's nice about it too is like if you have multiples of say a two you can either give them all away depending on the dice you throw like if you have two twos but if you choose to not do it or you don't roll a two but you have the one and a two and you're like okay i'm done you only score three points the twos don't ramp up they only count for one
0: yeah, each card, you only count one copy of it. So you can have 20 llamas, Generally, will be 10 points each. It's still only one One of them. I don't know, know how you would get 20 llamas, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> exaggeration. But that, those are finally the first two games that we played.
1: We've been there since Friday. This is Friday, Sunday. Friday.
0: This is Sunday. But then afterwards, we went to dinner again. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to a place called uh, Snakes and Lattes. You might have heard of it. You might have heard about it if you know board
1: games. Uh, so I really enjoyed this. We actually played some games For sure, there.
0: First time. This is my first time ever been to the Tucson one, but mine, I had been to the Snakes and Lattes in Phoenix.
1: I enjoyed the food. The food was good. I had a burger. Um, the coffee was okay. It could have been better. Uh, it, it's Snakes and Lattes. and You think they would do the coffee better? I got a cold brew and it was very bitter. And cold brews are <laughs> not supposed to be that bitter. Yeah. Um, but and I uh, ended
0: up playing three games there.
1: Uh, the first one we am going play two Two games,
0: sorry The first one is Project L Oh god, that one's so good It was cool The best part about it is When you complete something Normally you would get rid of it Yeah This game Oh, you get those pieces back
1: It's yeah. a bonus one Plus, the bonus that you, because you scored it, it gives you a bonus piece. Yeah. you get those pieces back, but then you could do this. And I like the way about it is, like, you could either, you have, like, three actions. You can take a card. You can take, uh, put some pieces on uh, one card. Or you can only use this once per turn where you could put one piece on all your cards. And so, if you right. set it up right and do that, you can complete three cards at a time. Right. And it was so close. In fact, I think you only won because of Tiebreaker. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, no, because you had more completed. It was 20 to 20, yes. and uh, you had more completed. Yeah. Yeah. So that
0: was no. That was a fantastic
1: game. So and good. And then
0: we played another game called,
1: like, Kaluaha or something. Kuna. 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 Um,
0: which was fine. I mean, at it it, best.
1: It, it was great. okay. Uh, it was probably my it's, second least favorite game we played the entire experience. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I would. I would say that, too. It wasn't great. We both finish it, and we're like, eh. It's, cause it's like, it takes the best part of no thanks, and instead has, like, this pyramid building thing. It. And it really, like, is, like you can only put... You have to build one card on top of two cards, and yeah, that number has to be smaller than the other two. But then at the same time, you can break that rule if the colors match mm-hmm. on that side.
1: Yeah. It was it was complicated.
0: Or one or the other, and, like, it wasn't... Here's the it thing. wasn't complicated, it was just convoluted. Yeah, convoluted,
1: that's what I'm looking for. I, I'm i not a fan of No Thanks.
0: See, I love No Thanks. I'd rather things.
1: play No Thanks than this game. Yeah,
0: I, I I agree, I like No Thanks much better. It wasn't bad, but you could tell that they were trying to be a No Thanks like, replacement. This is the gamer's version of No Thanks, it's like, but there's No Thanks, so it's
1: fine. But yeah, we went out there for a little bit, uh, then we drove around for a little bit, we had to get gas that was a big thing too
0: yeah (laughs) Yeah.
1: but we after that point oh go ahead yeah well now monday well no but after that point we were just like we were spent it was all day at the con we played a couple games we had food drove around to get gas and we're just like no it's like nine o'clock and we're going back to we're out
0: yeah and so monday comes around now's for the first day of Rincon that we attended now Rincon the way it's structured this year was that since they were in conjunction with Tucson Comic Con they would run Rincon the gaming during the Tucson Comic Con yeah during the you day could attend to. and they also had additional events that you could sign up per day um where afterwards they also provided an evening, meal. an evening of gaming plus a meal of different types now you and I looked at the menu None of the three meals for Friday, Saturday, or Sunday... The only one that interested
1: me was the barbecue, but even then, it was like, for that price, I didn't really want to spend it. Right,
0: exactly. So it wasn't... It was hard to justify. But then, Monday, though, it was all-day gaming, Um, and it was, like, early afternoon. They also had, uh, like... A a buffet, buffet,
1: uh, breakfast-type brunch stuff. uh
0: They always had, like, play-to-win games, um, a library to check out games, Mm -hmm. which we played a few... Which we'll talk about in a minute. Mm-hmm. But the big reason we got there when we did is because we wanted to the flea market.
1: Oh um,
0: yeah! Unfortunately, there was only two sellers, but their selection was, was top I, notch. I, I, I don't. I hadn't met you yet. Um, I don't know who, uh, what your names were, but those two sellers that were there had an abundance of games all really great stuff yeah decent prices they were very fair about I it I got
1: two games that I was hunting for there yeah,
0: I got probably about five or
1: six oh well, yeah I, I, I was making sure I didn't spend too much money because yeah. I could have spent more money there I only had so much cash on me because I didn't want to spend more money right, exactly <laughs> but the two games I got there were big ones for me okay. uh, one was a Feld game that I enjoy and that's Oracle Delphi I finally was able to get a copy of that however the person who sold it they must have hated that game because they just threw everything in the box <laughs> <laughs> no baggies. like all the baggies all the cars they just threw it in the box and I'm like I spent an hour having to sort off that to get it all nice and taken care of but the one that I was so happy about and I got it for $20 and it's a grill game of mine that I've been looking for for a long long time it's a racing game it's a husky racing game and that is Snowtails yeah. oh my god you're so mad you're like oh, I can't believe you saw that first
0: yeah no i was but i was also okay because i ended up buying three additional
1: <laughs> story games.
0: Uh, games so i'm not complaining because that is kind of my jam yeah um games i know are generally good euros and probably ugly in. in. <laughs> so but,
1: but yeah i was so happy to pick up snow tales and, and both games everything was complete
0: yeah yeah exactly they were very decent <laughs> about that and we also got a couple games from uh the of games booth that was there as well um
1: when did I get there? I can't remember. I don't
0: remember either. But I got rolled west, and I got a U- oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's the the trick taking game that I got. Okay. The um, uh, Le, uh, the Ghost, Ghost of Christmas, Christmas, I think, is what it's yes. called. It's a uh, uh, Charles Dickens the book. I can't Christmas Carol uh, yeah. card game uh, trick taking game. Yeah,
0: it looks interesting.
1: Yeah, it looks good. It's the one that I was talking about bidding.
0: Yeah, and I also want to give a shout out. There was a couple of designers that I met. Um, there, there was a guy named Dwayne uh, during the evenings. Uh, he was very pleasant about like, like letting tables like move and stuff to try and get everybody play testing. So I want to give him a shout out. Um, I don't remember his last name, but Dwayne was a really nice guy. And Chase, he was also another nice guy, who um like he, he had like a game called like Roller Die or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Or right and Die. Uh, it, it, this game seems
1: pretty. I, I, my only complaint about Rencon, and this is the only thing, is that. They didn't really understand, like, their, their table situation, or, in fact, uh, yeah, I hadn't... At
0: the Comic-Con yeah. location.
1: The other thing is, um, this is, okay, there's two complaints, is I know they're volunteers, but if you're going to run the gaming group, or for people to check out games and stuff like that, then if you're going to play a game, pay attention to what's going on, because I would stand there for a couple times, you know, trying to check out a game to play. Right it would take me a couple minutes and it's like, it should be like, oh, okay, here's the thing, let me get your ID, bring it back. Should be, shouldn't be there standing there just like. Right.
0: (laughs) Do you need help? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Right. No, I didn't really experience it that much, but yeah, from what you told me, it was. Yeah, twice.
1: To the point where, like, when I was trying to turn the game in for, I can check out another game, I turned in the game and she went back to her turn and I'm like, well, all right. I'm going to put this game back. I'm going to go use the restroom, come back and check it out, and I still had to wait a few minutes to check yep. out the other game. So
0: let's talk about the games that we played.
1: There was three total. Yeah, and one of them I despised. Yeah. But we'll talk about that last because I think that was the last game we played. So the first game we played was actually good for you because it was on your shelf of shame. Right. And so, oh my good. oh my goodness, this is actually a really, really good game. I would... now it was pain in the butt to learn this yeah. game the rulebook's looks fine it's just that you didn't expect that many rules for a card yeah, game we'll get
0: cards and that's it yeah
1: <laughs> but oh it was good i enjoyed it a lot it was, it was probably like, my you know, th-
0: good engine building
1: it was probably my favorite game of the night other than project L. out of everything the entire time we played mm-hmm. this was probably my second favorite project L was probably my favorite awesome
0: wow that says a lot um because project l was Pretty darn good. Yeah, and then Oh, oh My Goods was next. Oh My Goods, and then after that we played a game called uh, Skylines, I believe.
1: Yeah, that uh, that one was a good one too. Uh, there, I had one issue with it, and it yeah, took I us a little it. bit to figure it out. It says right. like because uh, you're building Skylines in a sense; that's the name of the thing. But like one-story buildings or um, one, or one two level. level, one or two-level buildings, uh, they had one window in the middle of them because the the one window in the or the one level and the two-level buildings. Almost the same color for yeah. us. Yeah, were the only cool. ones we could find was the high rises, which were orange. orange. Yeah, and
0: then the other ones were blue and purple.
1: <laughs> so, but all in all, it was actually a really good game. I enjoyed it a lot. It was probably the only one I won the entire night. Yeah, the entire time we no, I won something wild. No, well, no, we tied to something wild because we had a We had people, so we just like just call it a tie. Uh, but yeah, it's the only one I won. It was a good game. I enjoyed it. it The colors were a bit of an issue. If I could find a copy for cheap, I probably would pick it up.
0: Yeah, yeah, me too, probably. And then our last game was one that you and I have been very excited to play Mm because we we love the other
1: games in this series. Except for me, uh, I don't like the stained glass one.
0: Yeah, Uh, Azul Queen's Garden, the fourth in the series, and we finally got a chance to play it. It sucked. I hated it. I couldn't stand it. Oh my god! Like, okay, we're. Was, we disliked it, it for was, two different reasons yeah, there was this one woman who came and helped mm. us and if for some reason she happens to come listen to the podcast thank you for yeah, it, helping, helping us out yeah along, yeah and we were a little tired but it it was convoluted there was it made something videos.
1: that's so simple to one of the and the thing is i was really looking forward to this one because i'm like thank oh you. i kind of like how this goes like the snaking mm-hmm. thing and that's fine but then you had to pay attention to the points. So, okay, this is one, this is two, this is three. So this is what I have to exchange to put this out there. But I don't want this to touch this this uh, because I got to make sure it touches the side. But I also got to make sure it touches the color uh, if I'm going to use another piece here, for I can do a run for that. And it just, oh, you know, I also want to circle this because it's going to give me the the bonus pieces mm. <clears throat> that will help me, you know, score things that we need to get out there. And it was just. It was so many moving parts. We had to pay attention to the colors. We had to pay attention to this. We had to pay attention to that. And my gripe for this game was why did we need two shades of everything? There was two shades of blue. There was, like, two shades of purple. There was two shades of green. It's, it was ridiculous. I had, at the at one point towards the end of the game, I was just done. I was tired of this crap because I was like, you are know, like, no, if that, that one's lighter than that one. I'm like, God. I'm trying to put this on the board, but I can't because I'm using this color and I can't use this color because they're the same colors. It was right. just so seems, frustrating. Like,
0: all the tiles, like you could see the differences in the tiles, mm-hmm. but the printing on the boards, those were slightly off. Yeah. enough where they were legitimately hard to tell. So
1: I couldn't put this board out there for me to get more stuff out there. Right. And it's just, it was so frustrating. Yeah. And see,
0: wow. I, my argument, uh, the colors didn't bother me too much. It was so many of the, the, con- the, the, Different, like, considerations you had to do. And I love complicated games. Yeah, no, no, I love complicated, yeah. As well as not that complicated. I I just, I don't like it when there's a lot of just different exceptions and conditions and stuff. Yeah. It's like, you could do this. But keep in mind, one of those tiles has to go in there, which is the same as the third one. Yeah. Fine, okay. Um, But you always have to use, if you're doing the same symbol, you have to do different colors. Or if you're doing the same color, you have to use different symbols, symbols. And there cannot be any duplicates amongst any of those, regardless of which one you're putting down. And if you're putting down one of your hex tiles, uh, that also counts as a tile in addition to that. And so you could discard it in with this, but only if you do that. And you have jokers, but if you surround stuff, you could do that. But you can only put groups together. And if you have a group, then it has to be the same restrictions that either the same color and different numbers or the same number and different colors. Mm-hmm. And then, But there's no numbers on the tiles because they're symbols instead. So you have to remember which symbols and what which number, then you're constantly looking going, okay, well I have five of these, which one am I missing? Oh, I needed a blue one. But wait, I can't put a blue one, because I need a butterfly and the butterfly's right here, and it's right next to it, now I've broken things, and now I hate it. Like, it's so, so restrictive. Yeah,
1: and it leaves you a lot of oasis in the game, because you're like, okay, I gotta just put here, this way I can get stuff on the board, yeah. but it's not gonna score me anything good. Uh, I will say, one thing I liked about uh, Queen's Garden is every time the round changed, there was three things that we were going to score for each of the rounds. I like that little dial. That was the only thing I liked about that game.
0: Here's my argument against it. This is the biggest thing that it does differently than all the other games. Every other game is about filling stuff in. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point of what you're doing in all the Azuls. In your first Azul, you're filling in your grid. Second Azul, you're filling in the columns. Third Azul, you're filling in your stars. Yep.
1: Yeah. This one is a uh, you wanna go is, on runs. You are it wanted to you're be rummy. Weird
0: yeah, it, it yeah. wanted to be rummy, is what you it wanted was. To
1: be rummy. Yeah. yeah, it was just it was frustrating. I like like I was telling you, it was like halfway through the game or like not yeah. well like the last third of the game, I was just out of it because there was nothing I could do. I was right. I was screwed because of the colors, and then I can't take things because of the colors, or I can't place things because this matches this. I have the same, the right amount of stuff. So, like, if I needed to put something that's five out, I have the right amount of stuff, but one of them shares color, or they share a sign. it's just like, and I can't discard this tile because it's the same color as that tile. And it's just, like it was so frustrating. It's like, at this point, it was like, I had a decent lead, I thought I was getting it, and then it was just cratered.
0: Yeah, and so if you like this game, you know, I get it. I understand why you would. Mm -hmm. That was just a really frustrating experience for us that we were like, okay, let's just leave. Um, I do want to give one more quick shout-out on our way out of town. Two more things I want to note. First off, I want to give a shout-out to my friend John. He runs the Legends of Tabletop Mm -hmm. podcast. Uh, He's a friend of mine. I was trying to meet up with him. I didn't get the chance to. Uh, we we're just in too much of a rush to get home, and I was tired and, and... <laughs> he
1: was tired and cranky. So, like, you get you home. Well, I was tired and cranky because my wife was tired and cr- or cranky, right? And
0: you <laughs> and you compounded that and definitely made me know about it. But no, uh, want to give a shout out Legends of Tabletops. Check out their podcast; they're yeah. cool. Um, they're an RPG group. I wish I uh, made them, them, but
1: awesome. uh, I was just. You'll meet them next time. Yeah, I was just. I was tired. It was a yeah. long weekend. We were busy, and I was ready to go home. Exactly
0: and then so awesome to them appreciated that Um, and then also on the way home uh, found a gas station outside Lordsburg they sell fat man beef jerky it's amazing they sell it online go order it if you listen to us I think they ship across the country it's the best beef jerky ever it's fine I don't like beef jerky. I love this stuff.
1: It, it's good. I, I like uh, some of the flavors. Like, they're sweeter flavors, though. They're yeah, kind of yeah, bland. Yeah, sure. I love their chili lime, though. Yeah, that chili nice lime one is... Yeah. Green... Mm, that, that one was oh, really okay. good. Yeah.
0: Anyway. Uh, that's, in a nutshell, came back to so many games. How would you rate... on a 1 to 10 experience, how would you rate your time for this whole convention as a whole?
1: Mm.
0: Having now been to Gamble with me.
1: Uh, If I had to choose between the two, I'd choose Gamma again because just it was that was really fun, especially because you're meeting all the designers. For con wise, I would give it uh, uh, an eight. The trip was great. I'd I'd give the trip itself a ten, but but for just doing the con and some of the other stuff, and of course I got the cranky butts on Monday. (laughs) Uh, But I I would give it an eight. Just there was some stuff that I had issues with. Some of the games I hated. (laughs) Like one. but uh, most of those stuff I really had a great time. I loved all the people we met at the con. Um, Claire, uh, yep, my some gone. of the uh, my
0: people
1: brother Eric. Brother, oh, I met Eric all the time but I had I really enjoyed having dinner with him. He's he is he's got such a dry wit; It's hilarious. Yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, just talking in general the food the some of the food that we got there like yeah. the burger, snakes and lattes was really good. The Guadalajara was my highlight when it came to food. I got in and out a couple times because it's a treat to me. I don't get it all the time. I'm not one of those people like, ooh, In-N-Out. I'm like, yeah, I want to go to In-N-Out because I don't get it all the time. But if I had it here all the time, I wouldn't eat here all the time. Right. <laughs> kind of thing. But. I don't know. I'd give it an eight. Uh, like I said, there was some stuff that, like the the stink bugs, that was an issue for me. Yeah. Uh, it was in blue. And other than that, oh, <laughs> the murder door. Because every time you just open a door, you know it's coming, and it's still like, just good god, man. Doesn't get easier. Yeah. But other than that, no, I had a great time.
0: All right. Good deal. i right man.
1: So, Speaking of which, you if you're interested in meeting up with us, there is a possibility you can meet up with us in a couple of weeks. Uh, this will probably air around the time we're going to be out there. You can, uh, If you're in the Yuma, uh, Arizona area, YumaCon.
0: Yeah, we should be there. Um, if everything goes as planned, uh, we'll yeah. be there, and hopefully we'll be able to film a live, a live episode. Yep. But before we do that, let's give one more shout out to this game, because we're giving going to give away, a. have co- talked so long. Yeah, from I'm tired. Um, copy of just one. We're going to give away a free copy of it. We said this at the beginning of the episode. Email us. Um, we'll go over more details right now. But if you ever want to contact us directly, uh, join in one of our live episodes, like our friends uh, So Very Wrong About Games and Diner Discussions Pod. Uh, check them out if they have podcasts. I'm assuming Diner Discussions Pod does. Which is awesome. Um, so thanks for showing up. If you subscribe to us on Twitch, you'll get notified every time we do a live episode. And by subs- following us on Twitch or subscribing, you can actually be automatically entered in a chance to win this game.
1: As well as all video re-uploads are found on YouTube at Everyday Board Games 2020. And if you like what we do, there are three things you can do to help us grow on the platform. Subscribe if you're not. Like the video and comment down below and tell us your thoughts on the subject. As well as subscribing gets you an entry. All audio versions can be found on most podcast platforms under Everyday Board Games Podcast. This includes Spotify, Google, Amazon Music, and Podbean. Alright,
0: uh, and just to reiterate, twitch.tv slash Everyday Board Games. That was our Twitch <laughs> And if you want everyone to contact us directly, uh, whether it's to say hi whether you give us ideas for future episodes or more importantly, enter in a contest to win just one, email us at everydayboardgames2020 at gmail.com. And to enter the contest, put contest in the subject line and in the subject line or in the body, put your address, your name, and our code word, which today, this, ep- or this episode's code word is conventions.
1: And finally, you can also get in contact with us on our official Twitter account, at EBG Podcasts. Following us there is also another entry.
0: All right, so we want to thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I've been your host, Daniel.
1: And I've been your host, Daniel.
0: And we want to thank you for listening to Everyday Board Game.
1: And remember, everyday is a good day for board gaming.